0: Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn
1: number 175. Lo, he sent his word and healed them. Still, that word of God is here. Still, its tender healing message speaks to every listening ear. Truth divine that overcometh all the ills that seem to be in our hearts, thy word abiding, we may know thee and be free. Hymn number 175.
0: If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place it says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do so, and there you will find the readings for tonight. And our theme tonight is the Word of God and the readings will now be given by Farrelly from Maryland.
2: The Bible, Proverbs. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. First Kings. When Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, He assembled all the house of Judah, with the tribe of Benjamin, and hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men, which were warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam the son of Solomon. But the word of God came unto Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, "Speak unto Rehoboam the son of Solomon, king of Judah." and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren, the children of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. They hearken therefore to the word of the Lord, and return to depart, according to the word of the Lord. First Peter Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Luke Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, Some fell by the wayside and it was trodden down and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock and as soon as it was sprung up it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground and sprang up And bear fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they, which when they hear, Receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they, which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Hebrews. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bare record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Isaiah, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Man, governed by his maker, having no other mind, planted on the evangelist's statement that all things were made by him, the word of God, and without him was not anything made that was made, can triumph over sin, sickness, and death. Spirit, God, has created all in and of himself. Spirit never created matter. There is nothing in spirit out of which matter could be made. For as the Bible declares, without the logos, the eon, or word of God, was not anything made that was made. Spirit is the only substance, the invisible and indivisible, infinite God. Things spiritual and eternal are substantial. Things material and temporal are insubstantial. Divine science, the word of God, saith to the darkness upon the face of error, God is all in all, and the light of ever-present love illumines the universe. In the Gospel of John, it is declared that all things were made through the word of God, and without him, the logos or word, was not anything made that was made. Heaven represents harmony, and divine science interprets the principle of heavenly harmony. The great miracle to human sense is divine love, and the grand necessity of existence is to gain the true idea of what constitutes the kingdom of heaven in man. This goal is never reached while we hate our neighbor entertain a false estimate of anyone whom God has appointed to voice his word the Christianity that is merely of sex, the pulpit and fashionable society is brief but the word of God abideth Plato was a pagan but no greater difference existed between his doctrines and those of Jesus, than today exists between the Catholic and Protestant sects. I love the Orthodox Church, and in time that church will love Christian science. He who dated time, the Christian era, and spanned eternity, was the meekest man on earth. He healed and taught by the wayside. In humble homes, to arrant hypocrite and to dull disciples, he explained the word of God, which has since ripened into interpretation through science. Among the list of blessings infinite, I count these dear. Devout Orthodox parents, my early culture in the Congregational Church. The daily Bible reading and family prayer. My cradle hymn and the Lord's Prayer repeated at night. My early association with distinguished Christian clergymen who held fast to whatever is good, used faithfully God's word, and yielded up graciously what he took away. True, I have made the Bible and science and health with key to the scriptures, the pastor for all the churches of the Christian science denomination. But that does not make it impossible for this pastor of ours to preach. To my sense, the Sermon on the Mount, read each Sunday without comment and obeyed throughout the week, would be enough for Christian practice. The Word of God is a powerful preacher, and it is not too spiritual to be practical, nor too transcendental to be heard and understood. Whosoever says there is no sermon without personal preaching forgets what Christian scientists do not, namely, that God is a person and that he should be willing to hear a sermon from his personal God. The significance of this building is not to be found in the material structure, but in the lives of those who, under the consecrated leadership of Mrs. Eddy and following her example, are doing the works which Jesus said should mark the lives of his followers. It stands as the visible symbol of a religion which heals the sick and reforms the sinful as our Master healed and reformed them. It reclaims to the world that Jesus' gospel was for all time and for all men, that it is as effective today as it was when he preached the word of God to the multitudes of Judea and healed them of their diseases and their sins. It speaks for the successful labors of one divinely guided woman who has brought to the world the spiritual understanding of the scriptures, and whose ministry has revealed the one true science and changed the whole aspect of medicine and theology. Do I understand God as love, the divine principle of all that really is, the infinite good than which there is none else, and in whom is all? Unless this be so, the blind is leading the blind and both will stumble into doubt and darkness, even as the ages have shown. Today, if you would hear his voice, listen to his word and serve no other gods, then the divine principle of good that we call God will be found an ever-present help in all things and Christian science will be understood.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer.
3: Fuck. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Announce the next hymn.
1: Hymn number 12. Arise, ye people, take your stand, cast out your idols from the land. Above all doctrine, form, or creed is found the truth that meets your need. Christ's promise stands. They that believe, his work shall do, his power receive. Hymn number 12.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. Everyone is welcome here. And I'm very happy to say, in light of Fairleigh's reading on the Word of God, that God's Word does indeed reach across the globe. We have so many websites, and many of which are in foreign languages. And as a result, people from all over the world have found our church. Not only have they found our church, but they found God's Word. And that is quite a wonderful thing. And we're grateful for each and every one of you who have done so. We're very grateful for our outreach that God has provided for us. I'd like to point out a couple of items that we're featuring on the homepage of our English website. One of them is an article by Peter V. Ross entitled, Harsh Noises of the Day. Has anybody out there heard the harsh noises of the day and wondered if there is anything you can do about it? I highly recommend reading this article because Mr. Ross explains it very briefly, but very clearly. It's a powerful but short thing. There's also something else I need to mention, and that is our noteworthy news. Recently, there have been some wonderful additions to our post. You'll find this on the homepage. It's quite inspiring. I recommend it highly. Read this noteworthy news. Okay, with that, we'll go on. Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here with our roundtable discussion at 10 o'clock in the morning. We follow that with our church service at 11. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. And our Sunday school, has a teleconference feature, one dedicated exclusively for the Sunday School, which means many of the students attend the, the Sunday School by telephone. It also means that your child can attend our school, Sunday School by telephone. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday School, and we would love to welcome your child there. And one more item before we go on. I heard something very important from our mailing committee, and that is the August Full Text Lesson Sermon has been mailed. Okay, with that, we'll move on. I will read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And those, for those of you who run the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. And also we ask that you be in a very quiet place, because when you do so, we're going to be able to pick up any other sounds that your telephone picks up. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Ann from New York. Go ahead. Thank you, Bruce. I
5: remember as a kid feeling helpless and alone. It seemed like everyone and everything had power over me. I used to think, what's the point of fighting it? I'll never win. So I ran. Every time things got tough, I buried myself in work, mostly making things with my hands. It seemed like if I used my hands, I didn't have to think. Or concentrating on building something kept the negative thoughts out. For a few weeks now, I have been feeling like that kid again, with everything in my life falling apart. But I'm tired of running. I'm tired of letting anything but God rule in me. With all the tools I've been given through the study and practice of Christian science, I have the courage to fight and to stand up and an ear to hear the voice of truth whispering in the dark. That says, there's an entire army standing alongside you. Fear not. So today, after speaking to my practitioner, I stood up and I fought back and I cried out, thank you, almighty God, for life. Thank you for a new heart for freeing me, for keeping me safe and well and strong and for helping me to understand my purpose. I know that none of these changes could have taken place without everything I've received from learning Christian science through this church and working with my practitioner. I'm so grateful to God and Mary Baker Eddy for this truth. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Linda.
6: Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I want to express my gratitude for all I'm learning as I participate here at the Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church. Through this, I have been slowly gaining an understanding of what it means to go about my day with the authority of Christ. Recently, And another experience gave me an opportunity to bring this understanding closer to my heart. A fellow church member helped me make a return to the UPS store, uh, with something that was too heavy for me to carry. We went to the store and I handed my paperwork to the clerk. He had trouble scanning it and I did not have a backup code. It was implied that I would have to come back with the new document. I did feel somewhat overwhelmed and frustrated. As I fumbled around looking for an answer on my phone, the man started to try different angles with the paper, just twisting, turning all different directions and and uh, trying to scan it. And it suddenly worked without any explanation. And the return was accepted and uh, it was fairly quickly, actually, even though it felt like eternity at the moment. I asked the fellow member what they were thinking at the time, because I could feel their peaceful, calm support. I was told that they just knew there was an answer, and there was going to be an answer, and it would be solved. I was so grateful for this example and lesson and trust in trusting God's care at, when you're living the best of your ability, the science of the Christ, I love the, what um, Carpenter writes in chapter 62 and footsteps, Mary Baker Eddy's Spiritual Footsteps, the book we have on our website about dominion and praying for weather. I'm so grateful for practitioner support, which also gives me instruction about having those, this dominion. I'm very grateful for our God, for Mary Baker Eddy, for Christ Jesus, and this church.
0: Thank you. <coughs> Benjamin.
7: Yeah. I'm very happy to be here tonight. Um, yesterday, I believe, started in the morning, our dog um, came up with a um, stomach upset and he was throwing up throughout the day and um, refusing to eat his food or drink anything which uh, which was very unusual of him. And then um, it was interesting because in the next couple of days, which will be tomorrow, we are planning to put him in a hotel because uh, we are uh, going on vacation. So... Seeing him in that situation got me worried a little bit, and then um, I was telling my wife um, that how we gonna put him in a hotel if he, when he's like this. And then um, I found that maybe that wasn't the right thinking to be to handle the situation, and which struck me immediately that what was going on was um, Errol trying to stop the right idea. And that time I started working on the truth that the right idea of God can never be stopped or delayed. And I started to see my dog as the right idea of God, loved by God. And then I rubbed his stomach a little bit for a while, which he loved so much. After rubbing his stomach we were outside, I did that with him and we played a little bit. And I pray with him while we were doing that outside in, in the yard. And as soon as we came back inside, I gave him his snack, which he had refused early. And he took it from me and he ate it. Then I gave him something else. I gave him a piece of bread and he ate it again. All of a sudden, I saw him going back to his food, which he had refused about half an hour early. And uh, he ate half of the food. And the dog was completely back to normal. It was, remar- it was the most, one of the most remarkable things I ever witnessed. And he started drinking, he started jumping like nothing ever happened to him. And he was a completely different dog. Completely different from what we have seen in the last few hours. Started from the morning. The healing was completely taking place. It was instantaneously as well. I'm so grateful for God, for Christian science. Um, it works so fast. When you teach when you to truth, and uh, it works for you and it works for everything around around you, around us. I'm very, very grateful to God for this healing, for what God is doing for us. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah, this is Bruce. And um, some time ago, we had a wonderful blessing in our home that I'd like to share. But at first I'd like to say, you know, a couple weeks ago, we had a golden text where it was said that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. And, you know, that meant to me that without God, I don't know anything. Without God, I really can't do anything right. And that may seem like rather extreme to some, but fundamentally, it is true. And... One thing that I'm very grateful for is the many experiences that I tried to think or do things without God, and sure enough, things didn't work out well, and it might appear as a failure, except for the fact that it points out the fundamental lesson that my faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but rather in the power of God. So it was just a learning experience to have a change of base, so to speak, and turn to our Heavenly Father and get the right answer. So my wife and I were involved in a a business that, in in a particular business deal where we had to do some traveling and we had to get some documents signed and notarized. And the notary also had to do some traveling to go to this particular site. Not many notaries do traveling like this. But we made some phone calls, and we found uh, two and spoke to them over the phone. I mean, we didn't know them or anything other than a brief phone conversation. But both to me and to my wife, it was very clear which one that we should engage. And I know where the answer came from, but it didn't come from any sense of reasoning. It was just as clear as day, which one was the right one. We engaged this woman and it really proved to be so because we went there, did our business, got our signing and notarizing. And the lady said, now if you need anything else, uh, don't hesitate to call me because I'm willing to help you. Well, sure enough, uh, we learned that we needed many other documents and we didn't even know or anticipate at first nor even at second or third. So we engaged this woman actually four more times before we were able to complete things. And she was so helpful, so cheerful. She was there on time. She took care of us. And it was just clear that it was the right answer. And I'm very grateful that God told us before we even got started what the right answer was. It was God's provision. And sure enough, it was the power of God and not the wisdom of men that made it work out well. I'm very grateful for this experience. Florence, Florence from Georgia, go ahead.
8: Thank you. Thank you, Feli, for the beautiful reading. Uh, it really does emphasize the power of God's word everywhere and that when we are obedient to it, we can prove this power, and its presence. I have a testimony from Kenya. A lady wants to share how God has blessed their business. She says, in the late 1960s, my husband and I started a small engineering business which became successful. A family member advised us to now sell. This business is like our baby, and we have seen it grow and develop. My husband was secretly sad that our son, who now runs his own successful business in the UK, did not come back to Kenya to take it over. To either sell or run it down and close it would mean that our loyal, long-standing staff would lose their jobs. We prayed for guidance. God had guided so many of our footsteps in the past. Mrs. Eddy assures us that whatever blesses one blesses all. In 2 Kings, Elisha asked, What hast thou in thy house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. We have sincerely endeavored to live the meaning of oil in the con- glossary where Mrs. Eddy says, Oil, consecration charity, gentleness, prayer, heavenly inspiration. The healing came about very harmoniously as follows. Step one, whom or what did we have in our house, our business? We had one man whom we had employed decades ago as a gardener and through sheer hard work, dedication and learning from my husband, has risen to become our accomplished sales manager the other a young and intelligent accountant is now in charge of administration and account we have well-trained staff in the workshops step two my husband and i were about to make enormous mistakes in the organization of our company just at the important moment god guided us to change our footsteps and sort matters out correctly. Step three, our son is now happily becoming involved with regular electronic communications with the new management and will make brief visits annually. We are grateful that our business will now continue, blessing all. My husband especially is thrilled that he can happily go on working as always. In fact, people say he looks so young and active. Mrs. Eddy says in Science and Health, Christian science shows the scientific relation of man to God, disentangles the interlaced ambiguities of being, and sets free the imprisoned thought. In divine science, the universe, including man, is spiritual harmonious and eternal once again it was proved to us that god not only heals physical issues but also he heals business and organizational challenges we are so grateful to jesus christ mary baker Eddy, and plainfield church and especially to god for guiding us thank you so much for this Service, the music, the hymn, and I'm so grateful to be here tonight.
0: Thank you. Elizabeth from Georgia, go ahead.
9: Thank you for the meeting tonight. I wanted to share a wonderful instance of protection that occurred last week. My husband and I were hauling a UTV vehicle on a trailer attached to our car, and the drive to get to our destination was two and a half hours, and the last hour was on winding mountain roads. We had two miles left to travel when the hitch on the trailer started making loud grinding noises and came completely off, dragging behind the car. At the time, we were going down a steep hill and it was 8.45 p.m., starting to get very dark. The road was not very traveled, and we came to a slow stop, and we both got out to assess the situation. We tried to lift the um, trailer back on, but that was impossible with just the two of us, as it was very heavy and on a steep grade downhill. And we had no cell phone service to call a towing service, and it probably would have taken a while for a truck to show up anyway. I quietly asked God to show us what to do as it was very scary being like a sitting duck in the middle of a mountain road in the dark. I immediately felt God's calming presence right there. I knew that God takes us all the way. Shortly, I could see the lights of a car traveling toward us on the hairpin turns. And I walked into the other lane and waved so the driver could see us. It was a pickup truck full of cheerful young men, and they immediately pulled over, got out, and lifted the trailer back onto the hitch as if it was nothing, and they helped to secure it again. We profusely thanked them and told them they had literally saved us. We were able to finish our journey the remaining two miles. I'm just so grateful that God met our needs in such a perfect way in a situation that was very precarious. And I'm happy to be giving this testimony as now that I've given it, I'm even more grateful for God's care. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Carol.
1: My granddaughter was scheduled to take a long flight recently, and she told me she was afraid to fly. I told her that the 91st Psalm says, under his wings shalt thou trust. And that we were going to trust in God's wings holding up that plane the wings of, and not the wings of the plane and that there couldn't be any safer place than that. I started working a couple of days before her trip like we've been taught here and uh, worked that the mechanics who maintain the equipment have the mind of Christ and will do everything needed and do it well that God governs the hands of the personnel flying the plane, that every detail of the trip is already established in mind, and several other thoughts that came to me to work with. I also worked with, if mind is the only actor, how can mechanism be automatic? That's from Science and Health. Of course, it can't be automatic, it operates under the law of divine principle, God's law. Her dad told me that going to the airport, she seemed much more relaxed than she had been. And I heard later that she actually fell asleep on the plane. That was a pretty good sign that the fear was handled. And it turned out that they had a wonderful time on the trip and everything worked out beautifully and they're home and uh, back in their own beds now. (laughs) And I'm so, so very grateful to God that we can turn to him in any situation and that Miss, and to Mrs. Eddy for giving us Christian science and for the readings tonight. Thank you, Fairley. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Craig.
4: Thank you, Fairley, for those readings and uh, living proof that if you just Follow the path that you said, step by step, being diligent, and consistent, that you will always triumph with God, as I found. So, thank you very much. Yeah. I uh, also want to give gratitude for all that we have been given uh, here these words of truth, words of concise, from Mary Grady, particularly. Uh, <clears throat> I've noticed that there are times when you don't know exactly what the problem is, you can cover the whole ground on every conceivable problem, and eventually you hit it <laughs> and, and, and went out. And a practitioner had given me this years ago. He said, there is no error of any name or nature in my consciousness that can resist, hide, or escape the truth. Light of truth and life and love shine straight through my belief of evil and banish it, chasing it into its native nothingness. Well, Mrs. Eddie didn't know what I was facing, but she knew whatever it was it was an error, and that there was nothing that could it, it couldn't hang around or hide. And it has for so many years just kept me from being anxious or afraid. I think every situation uh, I've had prior, I was not too happy swimming in the ocean or a pool. But uh, <clears throat> I've had cases where I had to just stop and say, you know, God is right here in the middle of this pool and I'm not afraid. He's going to do have me do just what I know I need to do, which is to swim out of here. <laughs> and so I, I did. I got my body right, and I did all the things that I had been taught to do, and there was no fear. I just did it and got to safety. Uh, other times, I've had to been in situations where I just felt like I didn't know why people didn't like me, but that wasn't God talking, and it wasn't and and and. And I can see, just consist, continue with the truth about what God is and what man is, and win, Either move out of the situation or totally heal it. I thank God for, for providing us with what we need to be strong and to be the victor, not the victim. Thank you, God, for Mary Baker Radio. Thank you. Canada.
0: Misha Ela from Canada. Go ahead.
10: Hello, everybody. It is my pleasure to be here tonight and to express my gratitude for all you give at the Plainfield Independent Church. Um, you're giving me my daily bread. And recently, I um, I don't know if I heard it at a round table or if my practitioner has given me that article about spiritual consultation by Rosalie Math Stamp. One sentence there stuck out very much. She writes, no one ever died. When I was a child ten years old, my my father passed away suddenly. I couldn't believe that, that as the ten year old that somebody is here today and not anymore or was here yesterday and is not here anymore today. How could that be? It seemed not logical at all. It gave me much grief and I needed many, many years to get to to a feeling where I didn't feel um, to have lost someone. I had tried um, psychology. I I cried a lot and used all the Kleenex of this psychology, all the Kleenex tissues of this person. Um, but it still didn't relieve me from from that pain or loss. But when I came into Christian Science and Realized that we are not born and we will not die. That helped me, and I could start to at least talk about about this loss and and see who my real father is. So when I read this article. And I read, No One Ever Died. That was wonderful to read and uh, gave me so much uplift that I thought, yeah, it's true. No one ever died and no one ever will die. I am thankful for Christian Science for Mary Baker Eddy have revealed this, that life is everlasting, and that we, at the moment, just see a glimpse of what's really true and what's real reality. So I'm very happy. I thank you all for all you do and for all the articles and resources on the website giving me my daily bread and to God and to Jesus our way shower and I wish you all a very good evening
0: thank you Gary
11: well I'm very grateful to be learning in Christian science that if we resist the devil, it will, in fact, flee from us. Uh, Late last week, I was uh, finishing a very busy day, um, doing a little more work than I usually do. And uh, sometime in the afternoon, uh, my stomach became quite nauseous. And painful um, at first I was thinking oh uh, we had some activities planned for the weekend I began to wonder if I was going to be able to do all of them and we had a trip planned for the following week and I began to wonder whether I was going to be able to make that trip and then I read then I remembered some of the things that Mrs. Eddy has written in our textbook. And one of them being on page 390, where she writes, when the first symptoms of disease appear, dispute the testimony of the material senses with divine science. And I began to think to myself, wait a minute. This is an illusion. This is not me. This is an illusion trying to tell me that I am not God's image and likeness. And on page 391, she says, mentally contradict every complaint from the body. So I vehemently contradicted this complaint. And for a few moments, um, while the pain was roaring and trying to make itself very convincing to me, I demanded, no, this is not me. And I felt a sense of dominion over it, that this was something outside of me trying to attach itself to me and tell me that I'm something other than God's perfect child. And this mental activity went on for a few minutes where my stomach would become very painful and i would yell back at it no you don't um and then after about i don't know 10 or 15 minutes it it left i mean what had been very painful quite painful, for 15 or 20 minutes, suddenly left. And I felt that I had succeeded in standing Porter at the door of thought, as Mrs. Eddy says on page 392. Admitting only such conclusions as you wish realized in bodily results, you will control yourself harmoniously. And then I thought, well, that's what that means. You you contradict what is not godlike, and you keep contradicting it until it flees from you. Well, I'm very grateful for this experience because I was able to participate in all the activities that I had scheduled for that weekend, and I was able to easily do what I needed to do. And... Um, and my stomach has been just fine, and it has behaved itself ever since then. So I'm very grateful for Christian science, for Mary Baker Eddy, for, for giving us this science of Christianity, this science of life. And I'm so grateful for everything I'm learning here at the Plainfield Church. And thank you fairly for these fine readings on the Word of of god because it is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword (laughs) and isn't that wonderful so thank you very much so good to be here with you
0: thank you ingrid from california go ahead
12: hello Mm -hmm. I want to express my gratitude for this amazing signs of the Christ. It's been such a blessing in my life for the last many decades. Um I just don't know what I would do without it because every day just brings so many blessings and uh divine mind uh just by knowing the that is uh absolute presence with us all the time. I just bring so much guidance to every single thing in the day, Is such a great help for the work here, especially with the houseless, the homeless here in Los Angeles, and also for divine soul to bring so much of what we need every day and more, so much more than what we need every day. Uh, and I acknowledge that, that abundance is for everyone in the whole world, uh, human and non-human beings. It is a gift from God to everything that lives. And it is such a joy to know and experience these absolute spiritual truths that we learn I am very grateful for what Christian science teaches about animal magnetism, or as I respectfully call it, unreal magnetism, as divine mind inspire me, because it tells me all the time that it's unreal. We don't have to fight it, we don't have to uh, talk to it, and we don't have to uh, try to... Uh, you know, fighting with something because it is nothing. It is unreal. And uh, just that, just having learned that really helps me to be away from so many troubles that otherwise would even block the work. And um, also very, very grateful for all what you guys do over there for all of us thank you so much for the great website all the round tables all the activities that you do i know it's not only blessing us that are pressing through uh, the internet but also the whole world and it's so beautiful thank you so much
0: thank you <clears throat> sharon
1: i found a statement by mary beth singletary quote, always remember that you are the apple of God's eye and know how cherished you are, end quote. That just made me feel so loved and all the harsh noises of the world were shut out and nothing could enter my consciousness but knowing how cherished I am by God. I am so grateful for this church, for Christian Science, Mrs. Eddy, practitioner help, and for all the blessings that we receive. And thank you Fairly, for your testimony, for your readings.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Mary.
13: Good evening, everyone. I have several things to read tonight. the first is uh, from someone, someone new from Hawaii. I'm so grateful that God led me to Plainfield Christian Science YouTube channel which has led me to the Plainfield Christian Science Church independent website. I have been searching for a very pure version of teachings on how to understand God, getting only bits and pieces here and there from various Christian science lectures and YouTube channels. When I found Plainfield, I was very much surprised by the depth of material available on both the YouTube channel and the websites. I find the round tables and the Wednesday night healing testimonies particularly instructive on of how to apply this wonderful science, and it has helped me heal from many problems of which I am extremely grateful, so much so that I decided to start supporting the Church and will continue to do so because of the immense service to God and to man that the wonderful people at Plainfield are providing. Thank you so much, and God and bless everyone Christian, working with Plainfield Christian Science them. Church Independent. And the next is from Virginia. I would like to express my deep gratitude to the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church, especially for the website, the YouTube recordings, and for practitioner support. These things have enabled me to study Christian science on a deeper level. This testimony is to express gratitude for a physical healing I had one year ago. My wife and I had planned to go hiking one afternoon. About one hour prior I started to feel very ill, headache, fever, and a sore throat. I didn't want to cancel our plans or tell my wife who is not a Christian scientist. And I did some reading from Science and Health but did not feel any different. At that point we got into our car to leave for the hike. As we backed out of the driveway, I suddenly remembered that two days earlier I had spoken with a plainfield practitioner on the phone. And during our conversation, I wrote down some notes on a piece of scrap paper. As my wife was backing the car out, I told her I forgot something in the house. So she stopped the car and I dashed into the house and grabbed a few of those notes and put them in my pocket. Fifteen minutes later, we were walking on the trail, which was narrow, so we had to walk in a single file. As I walked, I pulled out the notes and read them over and over. What happened was quite remarkable. Within a half an hour, my symptoms were 90% gone, and the remaining symptoms were 100% gone by the next day. It is said that stating the truth is treatment. It is also said that words from a practitioner are from God. This healing proved both of those things to me, and I thank you all. And then this one is from Vermont. It is referring to this past Sunday service on sacrament. I have to let you all know that this was truly one of the best services I can remember. The hymns were perfect the reading so deep, and the special music divine from my favorite psalm. Last night I had a terrible reaction to some sulfites in my food, and I was in agony most of the night. But God protected me and made me so much more vulnerable for his intended blessings today, for which I cannot thank him and all of you enough. I'm in Italy now, working on a project for work, and I'm feeling very much loved being with all of you in today's service. I love you all. And then this is a testimony from Hawaii. It is true that era comes ablazing when one feels good, smug, proud of their growing understanding of God. And, as I experienced, it would seem to unravel all the good works done. I certainly felt that way last night a neighbor just returned from a two-week spur of the moment trip to Europe to take her 16 year old daughter to see a Harry Styles concert in Sweden then on to Paris for the remainder she called me last night to share the highlights of her trip and commented that all workers should be able to do as she did just take off Though well situated through a trust fund She works as an accountant for a local business because, as she had explained, I need to feel good about myself. My reaction on the surface was attentive, and I murmured nicely over the details, but inwardly I was bristling. As someone who had worked since the day she could walk, I found it selfish that she could leave her employer in the lurch because she wanted to satisfy a whim. Of course, I did not take into account that perhaps her employer was happy to accommodate. As a small business owner, I have seen similar outlooks in past employees. My resentment began to build, and it brought up so many erroneous thoughts, all of the animal magnetisms, the likes of such privileged, entitled, selfish, but also feelings from my past. As an immigrant family, we were taught very early to always defer to the white person in the group as they were smarter, more powerful, and with benign reactions on our part, could keep us in their good graces. All uncomfortable emotions to deal with. I knew that my origin is not rooted in nationality or race, but as a child of God, our true father-mother. I wanted to avoid reaching out to to the Bible, or key to to the scriptures, animal magnetism wanted me to keep these ugly thoughts going after all. Finally, I broke away from mortal thought enough to pick up science and health and read on page 214, quote, We bow down to matter and entertain finite thoughts of God like the pagan idolaters. Mortals are inclined to fear and to obey what they consider a material body more than they do a spiritual God. All material knowledge, like the original tree of knowledge, multiplies their pains. For mortal illusions would rob God, slay man, and meanwhile would spread their table with cannibal tidbits and give thanks. End quote. Mary Baker Eddy. Oh, yes, what a wake-up call. It dissolved all the bad feelings, and I inwardly laughed at myself for being such an easy target for mortal error. Does realization of the truth and laughter go hand in hand, I wonder? I am back on track and grateful to God, Christ Jesus, and Mary Baker Eddy for another moment to test my understanding of his love for me, which never faileth. With much aloha to you all. I have several more testimonies queued up, which I will save for another night if I didn't read yours yet. I would like to thank Fairley for the beautiful readings on the Word of God and miscellaneous writings where she read, The Christianity that is merely of sex, the pulpit, and fashionable society is brief, but the Word of God abideth. That is so true and so comforting, and I am so grateful for Christian science, which is the pure word of God, and it's been said that science and health is that very word of God. Mrs. Eddy was a scribe under orders, as she said, and how privileged and blessed are we to have that word, and how wonderful it was to hear all of the testimonies tonight, to hear how you are applying this science in your own lives. I'm so grateful to be with you all and have a good
0: evening thank you to close our meeting tonight linda will you please announce the last hymn
6: hymn number 251 i'm going to read the second verse a word of god the father thou art the gift divine and still thy light is lifted for all the lands to shine. It is the chart and compass to guide us to our Lord. It is the heaven drawn picture of Christ, the living word, in number 251.